For we are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy that relies primarily on covet means for expanding its sphere of influence, on infiltration instead of invasion, on subversion instead of elections, on intimidation instead of free choice, on guerrillas by night instead of armies by day. It is a system which has conscripted vast human and material resources into the building of a tightly knit, highly efficient machine that combines military, diplomatic, intelligence, economic, scientific, and political operations. Its preparations are concealed, not published. Its mistakes are buried, not headlined. Its dissenters are silenced, not praised. edition of Over the Line. That is correct. Back again, and this one was really up in the air. It really was. If you listen to me on terrestrial radio this morning, Talk 99.5, you would have known that last night I got zero sleep. And when I mean zero, when I say zero, I mean zero. I got no sleep. And I'm still pretty much running on no sleep, but a lovely young lady who really pushes me to do this on a consistent basis said, you don't have a choice. You cannot bail out now. I had every reason in the world not to do this podcast. Every reason in the world. And I had convinced myself on the way home I wasn't going to do it. And yet, here I am. Doing a podcast. Monday edition. We're going to do no less than four a week. We're going to do five a week. Friday's kind of our flex day, but uh, here we go. We're going to keep our streak going. But uh, because that lovely young lady pushed me to do this podcast, she said, I tell you what, I will sit in on this podcast with you. So welcome to the show, a very warm welcome to Trish. You Thank finally you. got me here. Thank you for joining You're the show. Welcome. Finally. It wasn't easy. And and this is what's crazy. Anybody that listens to me on the radio, on this podcast, they know I harass you to no end to come on this show. And you almost always turn me down. And then here we are tonight. And you're like, why don't I just do it with you? Well, that's different. And I'm like, yeah, why don't you? <laughs> so you did it. Now... There's going to be a lot of people that are upset that you're not on camera, especially some of these guys. 
they uh they want to see you and not my mug but because it was last minute y'all know how women are they they're not dressed up like they're going to uh if they don't have time to dress up like they're going to a ball or some sort of formal they don't want to be on camera well, i just got out of the shower my hair's wet no makeup she took the towel off her head okay <laughs> just now just now she took the <laughs> towel off her head so uh she's gonna be sitting in here doing this with me this is gonna be kind of a freestyle episode because a lot of this news out here is just same old same old stuff with the exception of one big story which we're going to be getting into um but let me clarify I, i've been hyping up a show with her and i that we're going to do that's going to be related to conspiracy stuff we're still going to do that this really isn't that episode this is just over the line monday edition we're going to do i would think we're going to be hanging out do more of a hangout type long form show when we do that i don't yeah. know if it's going to be an hour maybe two hours i don't know it's going to be a good conversation depends on how late it is the later it is probably the longer the show will be so we'll see what happens but off the top let me do this because of the conspiracy theme we've been wanting to go with now i saw this first thing this morning as well <laughs> it was like it was like 2 o'clock this morning because I'm up and down, up and down. I look at my phone. I, I, I flip through the headlines. And there it is. Judge's son killed husband critically wounded in New Jersey. And my first thought is that's odd that it's such a, a big headline, especially in the middle of the night. Because if this was some random judge in New Jersey, federal judge or not, it wouldn't be making headlines like that. That It would have been brought up the next day or whatever. So I'm like, what in the world is the deal here? So I start digging and digging. And I realize this judge, this female judge, had been assigned four days earlier to the civil case where uh, that, that involves Epstein and Deutsche Bank. So what happened was Deutsche Bank got fined for not flagging um, transactions or deposits or withdrawals or whatever from Jeffrey Epstein that seemed really shady. Jeffrey Epstein was pumping lots of money through Deutsche Bank. They never said anything about it. They're getting their money. They're just, they're just doing business like they always do. Once the Epstein stuff happens, they find Deutsche Bank like $150 million or something crazy. Well, now... There's a civil lawsuit involved where other people are suing Deutsche Bank because they didn't take action against Epstein. That's where this judge comes in. She had been assigned to that case. And then all of a sudden, last night, I guess I don't, I don't even know what time it was, but they say a guy dressed up as a FedEx employee, FedEx driver, shows up at their house, shoots and kills the son, and then critically wounds the uh, the dad, the husband. And there we go. That's that's what we knew first thing this morning. And our first thought, once people started realizing who the judge, this lady was, who was not hurt. I don't know if she wasn't there at the time she or whatever. She was in the basement. Oh, she was, in the, she was at the home, mm -hmm. but she was in the basement. Once we figure that out, everybody's like, oh, geez, here we go again. Because it happens over and over and over. Well, then, New York police are saying that they've got a guy who's allegedly killed himself 
that they're trying to link up as the shooter. Some sort of attorney that was had problems with him or was talking smack or whatever. He may just be a, what do you call him? A, a pat- patsy. A patsy. Yeah, you know? that's exactly what <laughs> it is. <laughs> because this stuff happens way too much for it to just be uh, a coincidence. There's no way. And, and Trish, you've been following this stuff for a long, long time. You've been following not just Epstein, but Epstein-style things that have been happening throughout government, throughout um, Hollywood. You, since I've known you, you've been big into cases involving missing children. And a lot of that stuff ends up tying together to the point, I mean, the first thing I think of, and this is the one thing that sticks in the front of my mind when this topic is talked about, is Madeline McCann, Mm -hmm. okay? Am I pronouncing her last name? I've heard it pronounced a couple different ways. Yeah. Madeline McCann, who was kidnapped in the middle of the night in, they were in, uh... Aruba or Brazil or wherever they were. I don't even remember. She was kidnapped. Then they start looking for uh, the, the, the way the press is covering it, the way the parents are acting. Everybody's got their own theories as to what happens. Some of the sketch drawings of people that were spotted in that area look, one of them looks a lot like Ghislaine Maxwell, mm-hmm. who's currently in jail on the Epstein stuff. Epstein's girlfriend, allegedly. John and Tony Podesta, the Podesta brothers. You know John Podesta from the Podesta emails in the 2016 election. A.K.A. Pizzagate and everything else. Which, <laughs> Trish and I, she'll tell you, we we watch a lot of Pizzagate stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay. And some of y'all are going to say, Andrew, you're not one of those Pizzagate guys, are you? There is just something about that. Because I, I don't go down those rabbit holes often. But there is something about that story that I can't let go. And I think if someone were able to come out and explain some of this terminology within these emails and explain why you're renting pizza for an hour or why Obama ordered and flew in $60,000 worth of hot dogs from Chicago for a pool party, for a pool party, if you could explain those things to me, then maybe we could put the Pizzagate stuff to rest. But all I ever get from the opposition or from the opposing side is, you're crazy for believing it. We don't have to explain to you why you're wrong or why your suspicions are wrong. You're just crazy for believing it. And it's what they do to people like Alex Jones Mm -hmm. or whoever else gets involved with that. They paint them as crazy. And then... uh, Discredit them. Discredit them. Mm -hmm. Alex Jones is a little bit of an eccentric guy. He's a little little crazy. Yeah. But he's also been right on a lot of things. Then you've got the emergence of this group called Q, which a lot of people follow. They've released a lot of information. You mix that with Julian Assange and WikiLeaks. There's so many factors when it comes to this stuff that you can't help but think and wonder really about everything. People wonder, is COVID-19 
a distraction from this stuff or whatever else is going on in the world, the racial division, uh, just things that pop up out of nowhere. Why, what's it for? What's the big purpose? Is it diverting our attention from something bigger? And there's a lot of this stuff out here that I, I think I think the big thing, and I've heard this explained in a few different ways, the biggest thing is that it, it's unfathomable to think that there are that many people in the world or even in this country, in Hollywood or in Washington, that are sick on that level. But you also have to remember it's about money and power. Right. And we're talking about the most powerful people in the world. That so are able to get away with anything. It's not It's so much about the pedophilia. It's about the money and the power that comes with it. And the trafficking. Does that make sense? Yeah. Well, yeah. And anybody that, that <clears throat> keeps up with politics. I mean, obviously, if you're listening to this podcast, you do keep up with it to an extent. You know that... At the bare minimum, most people get into politics for that very reason. Mm -hmm. So it is a it is a fair question to say what happens when politics and power or Senate seats or congressional districts, what happens when that's not enough? What happens when the money's not enough? What's next? You think about some powerful people that did some some pretty horrible things. We think about the uh, some of the prominent people like Michael Jackson or whoever. And we're like, you got everything in the world. Why go that route? You can have any woman you want, you know, anything, any any material thing, you can have it. Why would you go that route? And it's like, it's it's the thing they're not supposed to have. So they go after it. It That's, that's the thinking I feel behind... And I think that you're explaining why they go that way. They're they're sick to their very core. There's no doubt about that. It's not just within all of us that we could go do that. But when they get to that point, they just... I don't know. I think there's some satanic stuff going on. Mm -hmm. We, You've seen it. It's still, again, referring back to the Podesta emails. You've seen it in the Podesta emails. The spirit cookings. Uh, the The... The, the videotapes from Comet Pizza and all this other stuff. I won't, we'll, we'll get into all those details when we do the big podcast. Mm -hmm. But some weird stuff that, again, no one has been able to explain. And no one's been held accountable for it. Nobody involved in that, whether it's Podesta or Obama or uh, Hillary Clinton, any of none of them have even been asked, what does this mean? Because... If it's not what it seems to be, if, if, if these code words that the FBI has used to convict pedophiles with, if that's not what that is, give us the reasonable explanation as to why you're using these terms in this context. Because there is no other way that we've been able to come up with that you would be ordering pizza for an hour with walnut sauce. You know? So, and will for people that aren't up to speed on that, I don't want to do it on this show, but when we do the big conspiracy podcast, we'll go through and we'll explain what these code words mean. 
Well, there's even evidence that Michael Jackson never molested children and that because he was speaking out against Sony and some of the powerful people in Hollywood um, about the pedophilia that they then framed him for it. You and I were talking about that. Yeah. Well, and the same thing with Prince and he was speaking out against Sony and then they both died in the same manner and both of their deaths were ruled as murders. Well, think about this. How big of a, a mind screw would it be yeah. if if we found out the truth to everything and Michael Jackson was not a weird kid lover, but he was a guy trying to give to these kids them. refuge. Yeah. So he's yeah. like, I'll build an amusement park and we'll just let them come over here and be safe from the rest of these weirdos in Hollywood. Right. Obviously not saying that's what happened, but... You go down these rabbit holes and you start to think about every angle, but and you're you like, "What about this?" We only know what they allow us to know, right? You well, know, they own all the media, they own all of Hollywood. Yeah, these celebrities own... are paid by the same people that pay for the media. It's it's crazy. All the content you, mm-hmm. you think about, and and obviously we're in the business of providing content, so we want people consuming content. But think about yourself, you the over the line listener. Think about how much content you consume in a day. And what I mean by that is news, music, podcast, advertisement, advertising, commercials, mm-hmm. uh, whether that's on a billboard or on a radio station, uh, a, you know, regular radio, terrestrial radio, whatever it is, even standing in line at a gas station. Or at the gas pump. Or at the gas pump and staring at that TV, you are consuming, because I know y'all ain't riding around in your car in silence most of the time. You are consuming content that was produced by some form of media all day, every day. And a lot of it is propaganda. It's predetermined scripts a lot of it's it. It's predetermined yeah. and and it only consists of letting you know what they want you to know. And that I mean I don't have to explain it to this audience because you see with the mainstream news channels, the mainstream media, CNN, Fox News, MSNBC, they give you what they want to give you. Now, they, they skirt this line of, well, we know we put the headline out that way, but, you know, it, technically, it's true. We just gave some really crappy context to it to make it seem like it's something else. Right. For instance, the story that came out over the past uh, 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 48 hours or over the weekend that 85 infants had been infected with coronavirus over within one county in Texas, 85 infants. Mm-hmm. This headline just happens to come out as the president is pushing really hard for schools to reopen with no holds barred. Just get them open. If you're not going to open, we're not going to fund you because right. why Why fund you if you're not open? You're not having these kids in school. That headline comes out in an attempt to freak people out and say, well, we thought kids were safe from it. He's trying to open the school, and there's 85 kids in one Texas county that have been infected. And he doesn't care. And he doesn't care. Right. That That's the point of that article. But in reality, that article is referring to 85 kids 
that were infected with coronavirus since March, even though they made it seem like it happened over the past 24 hours or the past week, since March, and virtually zero of them got sick, and zero of them died. And how many were actually diagnosed? And how many I actually had it? I have a friend that took his daughter, she's 25, and they went to get tested, and she waited for about an hour and a half and got sick of waiting, so she went back to work, and about three days later, she got a letter in the mail saying that she tested positive. She never took the test. Mm. How many times does that happen? There's no telling because we've heard it. We've heard callers on the radio do it, uh, mention it. Somebody they personally know three times so far. I have personally. Mm-hmm. Leland was on with me last week, and he's like, "Y'all ain't gonna believe his story." Listen to this. I got a friend who went to get the test, decided they had to leave. They couldn't wait to go in line, and then four or five days later, they got a call back, and they said, "Hey, we're letting you know." You tested positive. You need to quarantine. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, well, you ain't gonna believe this. I got the same story yeah. from Trisha's friend. Yeah. And if it's happening to us and people we know, the chances if if those are the only cases of that happening, those few cases with the callers, you and I and Leland, the chances of those being isolated and that not happening. Uh. uh, uh across the country, the chances of that are zero. It's like, you know, making a big drug bust and saying, well, we've obviously gotten all the drugs off the street. Well, they have a Facebook page that's set up, I wish I knew the name of it, um, where family members and people are coming out with stories where this family member died of heart attack, but they were, they put down that they died of coronavirus, or they were in a car wreck and they put cause of death coronavirus. Right. There's a whole Facebook group of these stories. Yeah, we need to find that and share yeah. it on social media. I'll look for it. Um, because there's no telling how many of those stories are out there. Mm-hmm. And it needs to be known. And there's obviously in Alabama where we're at, there's been a big discussion as to the mask stuff. Because it was mandated as of, was it Friday at 5 it started? Or Thursday at 5? I'm not sure. It started last week, end of last week. And... It's been a sore spot for a lot of people in this state because they see the bogus numbers, they see the controversy, they, they see the fact that it's an election year, and they see this as a diversion, as a distraction from something else, but also it's it's a dangerous preventative measure. It's a measure that could harm you more than it could possibly help you within breathing in your own Carbon dioxide, or I'm no scientist, mm-hmm. but whatever all that stuff is, it's dangerous. It's also dangerous to sterilize yourself for months on end because I don't know if y'all know this, but we got a flu season coming up. And we don't always predict the strain of flu that hits us during flu season. And if we misdiagnose that and we've given vaccines nationwide to people for a different flu and then they get it, that flu is going to be much more deadly because Americans have been walking around with a freaking mask on, with gloves on, sanitizing everything around them, and their body has not been getting all that bacteria for months that it needs to survive an attack from a virus like that. And at that point, we're looking at a flu that turns out to be more deadly than even 
the fake coronavirus numbers that were put out. So it's it it's it's a slippery slope. The mask is situated, and again, I think my point here is, if you want to wear a mask, that's fine. I think it's going to be detrimental to you in the long run, especially if you're wearing it anywhere and everywhere you go. But I'm not hating on people for wearing a mask. I expect you to do the same. You can criticize me for not wearing a mask. That's fine. It's not going to hurt my feelings. But just know that it doesn't make me a bad person. It doesn't make me selfish. Doesn't make me a killer or wanting to kill your grandparents just because I'm not wearing a mask. Because if that's what we go by, then as I said on the radio, if you're not wearing one during flu season, then you're a uh, a selfish homicidal killer as well. Really. But again, diversions seem like a more likely scenario. As the days go go on. Because we're not... Do we have flies in here? I've seen two flies flying around here. Yes, I'm cleaning out the garage so the doors have been open. Oh, God. <laughs> I can hear it on the mic. Listen, at least I'm not making you do it, too. <laughs> That's true. That's deal true. Deal with the flies. It's okay. So, I don't even know where I was. But I think it was something about diversion. So, when it comes down to it, just know... The government, who has the most intelligent doctors in the country on their team, the the guys that have been in the game dealing with infectious diseases for decades, when they can't figure out something as simple of, as to whether a mask is appropriate or helpful against a, a, a coronavirus, because coronavirus is nothing new. The coronavirus is the common cold, it's the flu, it's, it's, it's a family of diseases. COVID-19 just happens to be a new one we hadn't dealt with before. So they know what to do to combat a coronavirus when they can't decide whether or not you should wear a mask or if it's helpful to wear a mask. That should tell you everything you need to know as to if they're being influenced to say this, that, or the other, or go back and forth. If you are one of the most intelligent infectious disease doctors on the planet, and you couldn't get over that hump, you didn't know right off the bat if we needed a mask or not, then something deeper is going on there. It's not just honest Dr. Fauci just doing his job and just trying to help the American people. It's not. And don't give me this bull crap of, well, we didn't know if we were going to have enough equipment, so we didn't want everybody to make a mad rush to get masks and blah, blah, blah. No. This this flip-flop went back and forth numerous times. So it's something deeper than, well, we just didn't know. Every day we learned something new about COVID-19. No, cuh. No. Look at all the mask mandates across the country. And some of this I'm repeating myself. Look at the mask mandates, look at the part of the country they're in, and then look at their infected rate, infection rate. It, it's either not changed or it's gone higher, okay? Whether their numbers are real or fake, the mask apparently aren't helping. If the mask worked, we wouldn't have plexiglass in every store, at every cash register. We wouldn't have let 8% of the prison population 
out of prison since all this started if masks work. And then threaten to arrest people that aren't wearing masks. Uh, right. <laughs> there's <laughs> makes there, so much sense. There is so much more to this. And I think a lot of people are waking up to it. But it, it, the, the, the biggest obstacle is the fact that people are so dedicated to their side. Masks well, and they're no raining, mask. They're reigning by fear. They're using fear to control everyone right now. Right. And then you look around and see other things that are going on that should be talked about and aren't, like the money shortage right now. Coin shortage. I don't yeah. hear anyone talking about that. Right. That's very important. What's going on with that? Yeah. And the foundation of a lot of this is about control. And that topic right there falls right into the government control category exactly and that's very scary and i hear no one talking about it you talk about uh it's a coin shortage could start off as something as simple as we're just out of quarters and then the paper's gone and then everything's just electronic right and traceable and traceable and so at that point anytime someone is ready to just shut down the banking system or shut down your accounts or whatever else Happens that fast. And did you hear that they are paying people to bring their change in to the banks? Pay, paying them extra, extra to bring money, change into the banks. That's a red flag to me. It is to me. Yeah. Do they negotiate, you think? <laughs> I don't know. You're not taking our change. Like I got $2.13. <laughs> I I'll take 100 for it. <laughs> I'll take $100 for it. No. But, uh, yeah, it's it, it it's much more. And it, really, the coin shortage can be dismissed with a logical explanation. But putting things past the government and trusting the media will be our downfall when it happens. And that's the problem. We're putting too much trust. Correct. Too much trust, in this case, into Dr. Fauci. Too much trust into Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi. Too much trust into Anderson Cooper and Brian Stelter and uh, Brian Williams. You put too much trust into these people and it will ultimately be your demise. Because these people aren't looking out for your best interest. No, some of these people are worth $200 million. Right. Because they're in politics. And when they back up your your calls for defund the police, well, guess what? They've they've got their private security. Right. If your local police department gets act, it doesn't affect them in any way, shape, they or form. They have their private islands, for that matter. Right. They just <laughs> I mean... they go down and stay in their their room at Epstein Island. There you, you know? go. It's it's all it's all a mirage. It's all the wool being pulled over the eyes of Americans. And unfortunately, there are too many people out there. Again, I'm not a huge conspiracy theorist. Trish I am. You is, can put it out there. <laughs> and, and she will vouch that I'm not that guy, especially on the radio. I've, I've always found it interesting. I've always enjoyed following these theories and learning what I can when but I can. That doesn't mean I believe them all. Yeah, correct. She is. She she enjoys it like I enjoy it. She's just been doing it a lot longer than well, I I'll have. I'll tell you what started it for me was during 9-11. Um, I've been listening to talk radio since I was about 14 years old. And during 9-11, I would listen to the events 
during the day on the radio. And when I would go home at night, I would be excited to see the pictures of what was going on. And I was hearing different stories at night than I was hearing during the day. And things weren't being covered the same. And I slowly, slowly started to notice that the news I was getting on talk radio was very different than the news I was getting from CNN, Fox News, all of these other outlets. And that's what got me to pay attention a little bit closer and start researching for myself. A lot of this is passed down generationally, if that's a word. For instance, if you are conservative and you made a point to instill those values in your child, your child will likely grow up, maybe not in their early 20s, but they'll eventually come back around and real and, and and still have those same values, whether morally or politically or whatever. The same thing goes for parents that trust the media. And to a point, it, it's almost, it's not really their fault. Not at all. Because you've got a generation, a generation, two generations, three generations before us, that got the news, really didn't have any options, just had one news source, maybe a radio station in a newspaper, and then TV comes along, and then you got a couple TV channels, or what, you know, the the evolution of, of news, it was all trusted. Because there was, there was no reason for the news to lie to us. But as we dig deeper and deeper, we realize the news has always been to an extent controlled by the government the news has always worked with the government hollywood has always worked with the cia hollywood would put subliminal messages or produce movies strictly to benefit operations of the cia that you that is documented and you can find it but they want you to believe that they stopped doing that back in the 70s. Like, yeah, we, we don't do that anymore. That's crazy. Why would we do that? They never stopped. Mm-mm. All of it. All of it is tied in together. And that's why you have a hard time when it comes to this um, what child trafficking, satanic rituals or whatever. It's why you can't separate the government and Hollywood. They're both intertwined on that front as well. And all this stuff is is slowly coming out, and it's a long time coming. We've got, obviously, Ghislaine Maxwell, Ghislaine, however you say it, uh, Jeffrey Epstein. You've got the stuff going on with Wayfair right now, mm-hmm. which is something we'll, we'll, we'll be breaking down on the other podcast. Um, have, and I don't even know if on the other shows I've explained the Wayfair stuff. I don't know, but that's another thing that disturbs me. I've not seen very much about that on social media. No. Which I'm sure it's filtered out if it is there. No, it, it, it was popping up for a minute, and then, you know, not even the news is picking it up as a, as a side story. Like the... Well, they're not going to. But I don't even hear regular people talking about it on social media. And if there was nothing nefarious going on with those particular instances, why were they immediately scrubbed from the website? Little backstory. This is this is what we're talking about with Wayfair. If you haven't heard anything about it yet, they would have regular household items on their website, 
for instance, a cabinet. And you might want to explain what web what Wayfair actually is. Wayfair is kind of like Amazon. It's like Amazon. Yeah, third party sellers. eBay. Yeah. Even. Yeah. Um, Wayfair would have cabinets that were probably worth $150, $200 on their website. Set to sell, labeled to sell for $10,000, $20,000, And then there would be another cabinet that looks just like it, that was priced differently, but still fifty, sixty thousand dollars $60,000. Right, and they had the names. And they would have a very unique name. Right. It'll say Alexander White Shelf Cabinet. You know, that would right. be the description. And I'm using Alexander as just a rat. You're just picking a up. name, right? Then you would look, and, and internet sleuths have been going through, and they've been matching up Amber Alerts or, or missing children with the same name, with the same names, lining it up on on, on almost all of them. Well, and it's even worse than that because you could take the SKU number from the item description and put it into a Russian um, Google, if you will, All right. And it would bring up the pictures Correct. of these children. I, I can't think of what that Russian search engine's called. I can um, tell you. We were watching something about it the other night, but uh, it's it's very deep. dark, very it, dark. It's very dark, very deep, and it's going to be a, a lot of the stuff that we're talking about on this podcast coming up. So uh, y'all be ready for that. We'll keep you updated as we're getting that ready because we want to. We'll be doing it live. Trisha's promised she would be oh, I can't on wait. cam yeah, for that. I can't wait. So we're going to rearrange the whole studio and get everything hopping. It's going to be fun. It's a lot easier to do a show with a co-host. Because I had no energy whatsoever to do the show. None. Oh, I wasn't going to let him let you down. <laughs> well, you saved, you saved me. You saved the people that expected the show. And uh, I, I appreciate you doing that. Well, you're welcome. When we do that other podcast, though, we're going to be doing it kind of like a conversation. Right. It's almost going to be like listening to you and I <laughs> at the kitchen table or in the living room. Are we going to argue in front of them, too? No, let's not do that. Oh, come on. They that's don't the best hear that. part. No, that's not. That's not, <laughs> it's not fun at all. That's my least favorite part. Oh, come on. Um, you know all the social medias at Andrew McLean Who on Twitter at Andrew McLean Who on Parlor and Over the Line on Facebook and if you're watching this live, you know Over the Line on YouTube. Find the audio of the shows on any of your podcast favorite podcast platforms, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever. It's all out there. I don't know if Trish wants to put any of her social media stuff mm. out there. She's like, no, let's not do that. <laughs> Especially after what we just talked about. But uh, I'll be back, at least me, tomorrow night with a brand new episode. So make sure you hit the subscribe button on YouTube so you know when we get started. Until next time, see you, cool. <laughs>